What's up, everybody? Welcome to the KF Podcast. This is your Wrestling Week in Review. I want to say thank you for listening. If you just found us on the interwebs, check us out at kfpodcast.com, at the KF Podcast, all your social media needs. Also, check us out on your favorite podcast catcher. We do a uh, Pop Culture Week in Review as also this Wrestling yep. Week in Review. Uh, apparently, the guys talked a lot about Marvel and all the Marvel or Disney announcements. I so- was at work. And now I'm driving home, so that's what's going on here. <laughs> nice. So much news. We're not going to do that much news here. Thank no. God. Thank God. <laughs> All right, we'll get right into it. Um, right. So we'll start last week with Friday Night SmackDown. Um, not a whole lot to really go over here, I'd say, Brock. Just more building this whole KO versus Roman. Yeah. I like this feud. I think it's going well. Mm-hmm. I like it, too. I don't think Kevin Owens has any shot at beating him, though. I don't either, but I'm fine with that. You need some good, strong opponents. You know, we pretty much know when guys aren't going to drop belts, but, you know, you still got to have a good feud, someone they can work with, have good segments with. Would you say, Ken, you like it, too? Yeah, I think it's good. I think KO is a guy that is a is a believable baby space. It's uh, two people that have probably been apart for a while. Yeah. With all the brand splits, they've been away, so it actually... Seems somewhat fresh. Yeah. So. And then the Jey Uso stuff gives a nice side story to it as well. I like that he beat the shit out of Jey Uso also (laughs) (laughs) and threw him on top of him. Roman's just a great heel. I mean, he's just such a he's so good at this. It made me wonder why they ever had him as try to have him as a baby face to begin with when he is such a heel. Right. And it keeps Jey such a baby face. So, like, even though he's with him trying to win, like. Rome, yeah. win Roman over his affection, he's still like, you can still sympathize for him. Right. You're hoping that he'll turn on him at some point in time. Cost Roman cost to hold it one of, the, one of the times or something like that. Yep. Yeah, exactly. What do you think about King Corbin's new stable, the former Forgotten Sons minus uh, <laughs> whatever that idiot's name was, Jackson Riker or whatever? Uh, I... I like King Corbin having pe- like a stable that's actually be him. I hate that they wear sports coats and hoodies. And hoodies. Like, <laughs> it makes no sense. It makes I don't like no sense it. at all. It's the stupidest look you could ever wear is a hoodie and a sport coat. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty dumb. I don't really know what they were doing with that, but I don't yeah. mind him having – it's something for those guys to do. I don't mind them being with him, but, you know, and, maybe drop that look. Yeah, and the Forgotten Son stuff, like, for, I don't know why you need to have veterans be heels anyway, so this is fine. Get away from that and just, you know. Uh, and more veterans is a really stupid gimmick. I don't know how they can't have, like, you know, I mean, we've talked about this before, but I don't know how WWE can mismanage, you know, actually, like, having veterans and former Marines on their, on their like, payroll, and one's just a Southern Bell, and these guys just, they don't, don't use. Like, it makes right. no sense. Uh, yeah, like, how, do, how does that work out? And it also, it, I mean, it goes to show that the, the, the top heel stable in SmackDown is the fucking Mysterio family. Like, yep. they're just jerks. I don't understand why I'm supposed to like them. It reminds me back whenever Roman was a good guy punching Vince McMahon. Like, yeah. Why am I supposed to like all this nonsense that they're doing? Yeah, I, I don't understand that uh, what they're doing with that either. The Mysterio family just beats people up. You know, Bunch of jerks. They are. 
Bunch you of let jerk. your nineteen-year-old daughter bang a thirty-four-year-old guy, and you're cool with it. Thirty-one. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it makes all the difference. It is so awkward seeing him with that young girl. It just looks awkward. It feels awkward. Like why they didn't go with like a? Why didn't they keep Austin Theory and Rollins? get thing and have theory in this role because austin theory is 22 years old you know what yeah. i mean him with mysterio's daughter feels a lot less creepy than buddy murphy with i him. don't know not with the reason why he's being punished well that's a good point too but you know <laughs> weird or humberto carrero or something like that you know yeah no one likes humberto carrero I, it's carrillo whatever idiots we're we'll save <laughs> we'll save takeover and mix that with NXT. We'll just do Raw first since it kind of continues okay. with all that. Um, you had more Randy Orton. He was he called out Bray Wyatt. He wanted to have a match with Wyatt, not the Fiend. Um, so they said that. No Alexa Bliss this week. Though. I wonder where she was. COVID. <laughs> I don't know. She got engaged a couple weeks ago. Maybe they gave her the week off. Yeah, who knows? Um, so that was building up. They were going to do that on the end. Then you had some real shit. I mean, I could give two shits about Oscar and Lana fighting Jackson Baszler. I think it's one of the dumbest storylines on on wrestling TV. This would have been a perfect opportunity to bring up somebody from that crowded NXT women's roster. Yeah, and put them with help the fledging Raw women's roster that has nobody. Yeah, instead you have to have the Raw women's champion again fighting for the tag belts. Mm-hmm. Her second time fighting for the for the tag belts. Like, can you? you uh, it's just yeah. so pissedly managed. It makes me nauseous. That would have been the perfect yeah. way to bring Rhea Ripley up. Yeah, yeah. They don't know what to do with Rhea Ripley. Then you had even more horrible shit. Ricochet and Dana Brooke tag up to fight Slapjack and rest and and reckoning in an awful, awful fucking match. I mean, just awful. Some of these things on Raw, I just shake my head at, like, what the hell is this a segment for? It makes you want Raw to be two hours, so they cut this shit all out. You know what I mean? It's time to slap Jack. No. Now, I did like Sheamus and Drew uh, tagging up together and being in... Uh, um, I thought their stuff all... I like the Sheamus and Drew storyline. I like that they're... They're friends. They have history together. They're slowly building towards a feud between the two. I think all of it is really well done. It's a highlight of Raw, I think. What do you think, Ron? I, I like it. I hope they don't turn them, turn them on each other right away, though. Well, they teased it tonight, and they had a, like a fight because Sheamus broke kick Drew. And then and he was like, what are you, you going to do when Drew comes back here? He's like, I'm going to... I'm gonna, knock them out we're gonna fight they just start fighting and afterwards who they beat up they beat up like some idiot that got in between them oh they beat up that referee that that nia jacks beat up yeah and they were like let's go have a drink you're paying and they just walk <laughs> off i'm enjoying their story uh-huh what do you think ken i don't i it's different I can't get behind it's different but like i don't know i just i'm not digging it for not for any reason in particular just the whole premise of them being like fighting friends, like I don't know. It's it's Team Hell No all over again. Well, you know, I like it because it's real, because like they really are friends, so they have chemistry together the way they are. Which Seamus doesn't always have a lot of chemistry with a lot of different people. Him and him and him and Cesaro did. You know what I mean? Where it worked. 
like mm-hmm. these two, I think it works with them. And eventually, you know, he's going to get tired and they're just kind of like fighting friends. I don't know. I don't, I, I think it's, I think it's good. I like the, I like that everyone's saying that he's going to turn on him, but he's not. It's kind of like, it's interesting. It's more, it's a more interesting thing they have done with Seamus in a long time. I feel I'll give like you it that. Feel, I feel like it feels the best thing on raw because it's surrounded by everything, like all other shit. Well, yeah, yeah it's the, there's a lot of shit on wall. You have to get through the shit. It's Orton and uh, it's Orton and uh, Wyatt, and then these two. And you're like, okay, this is the best two things on Raw, just yeah. because there's nothing else good on it. Yeah. What about Slapjack? Slapjack. Bobby Lashley beat up Jeff Hardy. I enjoy Bobby Lashley. Jeff Hardy, I don't know what they're doing with him. And then Orton versus Bray was good, just in a regular match. I like when Bray Wyatt wrestles as Bray Wyatt. But he transformed. He, the transformation part was hilarious. The, <laughs> that was fantastic. I mean, he was laying on the ground, and like Orton was beating him up, and then the lights go off, and then the Fiend was just smiling at him. <laughs> and then he just popped up and started choking the shit out of Randy Orton. They do that so quick. I, I guess they could shut, a, shut it off and edit it, you know. Yeah, they definitely not, did. Not live, you know. But, um... Yeah. Yeah, I enjoy it. I like the fiend. I like Randy. I like all that. Brighter spots on a show that does have a lot of shit on it, though. <laughs> a lot of shit on it. All right, let's go to then NXT. Um, so first you had TakeOver, and we had a female War Games. And they should not have put that on first. Yeah, but I mean, it was a it was a hell of a, a match. I mean, it was that's why it shouldn't have been on first. Yeah, well, the men's was good too. So I mean, it was, was. kind of like it bookend it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought the women's match was 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 great. I mean, those girls were nuts. I mean, the stuff Io Shirai was doing with the garbage, like whenever she put the garbage can over her head and jumped off the top of the cage, and then topped it by getting putting the garbage can over her head again and getting stomped on by Dakota Kai. <laughs> Like, how do you even prepare for that? Like, you don't know when it's coming, so you don't know how to brace yourself for it. Well, I like to say, you know, they had the the heels didn't have the advantage. So you were like, oh, what are they going to do? Because heels always have the advantage. So I was so confused by that. (laughs) Yeah, they worked around it the way they did it with keeping Dakai or Shirai isolated outside the ring. Uh huh. I did like how the referee wouldn't make the count until she was in the ring. Like, the match hadn't started. As they said a hundred times on WWE shows, War Games will not officially start till all competitors are in the ring. We must have heard that 900 times. <laughs> well, they had uh, to remind us. They had to remind you, but it was good. I mean, I, Ken, you watched the ups and downs for it, but I don't know if you got to catch any of it, but I mean, these girls are I just... Could, I caught some highlights. Yeah, it's just amazing what they're doing. I, uh, you know, I, it's tough. I wish I could have watched it live, like, but, you know, it's, it's, it seemed really good from what yeah. I've heard reviews of and, and spots I've watched online. So and I really like to that them. And, and I really like that they're making Raquel Gonzalez a big star. They're, they're, yeah. She is good. She's big, but she's also good, too. You know, she's a legit she powerhouse woman, you know, the way she moves in that ring and the stuff she does. And Ripley still so young. I mean, there's so much potential there for these girls if they're treated right, you know. And Shotzi's yeah. good. I love Shotzi Blackheart. Yeah, everyone in that match was great. Yeah. Um, then you had Tommaso Ciampa versus Timothy Thatcher. Um, I thought that was actually good too. It was um mm-hmm. pretty pretty unique 
almost MMA feel fight to it. I mean, they, yeah. you know, really went to town on each other, They're bleeding in the ear and everything else. Like it, it was real blood. It wasn't like they cut, you know? Yeah. Well, he has such bad cauliflower ear. Yeah. Uh, Timothy didn't take much to pop that ear open. Yeah. Um, then he had Loomis and Grimes. It was okay. It wasn't my favorite. Yeah, match. strap matches to me are just dumb. Yeah, they're they're enough. Hopefully that feud's over, which I think it is. It should be. It's gone on way too long. After the haunted house, I mean, how do you top that? Yeah. Uh, then the North American Championship, uh, Johnny won it again for the third time. This was okay. This was pretty good. They revealed that the scream mask guy was Austin Theory. Austin Theory, and now yeah, Johnny and Candace have like their proteges. Austin mm-hmm. Theory and uh, what's her name? Indy Hartwell. Hartwell. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Didn't mind it. Any thoughts on these, Ken? Um, I like that. I like that uh, Gargano's got a stable. I like that they have like a little group. Um, that actually has females in it too. So it's not just a group of guys that's going to fight Undisputed Era at some point in time. So they're kind of distinguishing themselves. Uh, you know, and, and Gargano can talk. I don't know about in, uh, what Indy Hartwell or uh, Austin Theory's mic skills are, but, you know, like the, that, that group led by him, he can he can cut a good heel promo. Like Yeah, for sure. Uh, they, can, so. they can easily add more people to it, too, because the week before, a whole bunch of people came down to the ring and scream masks to, to scare uh, Damian Priest. Yeah. yeah. They should... Um, that tag, Indy Hartwell and uh, Candice LeRae, they should get the tag belts and have the women's tag belts on NXT. They have enough females in, sure. you know, they have enough w- women on the roster to support the women's tag belt for a while mm-hmm. and have it there. And then also they should have it uh, and recruit another tag team. So they should get six in all. So grab two guys, form a tag team with the way, and then go, go from there. That's my thoughts, but you know, they should add to the group for sure. Yeah, I think so too. Um, then you had the men's, the men's uh, final war games the, that the last match of the night, and uh, yeah, I mean these these matches, the undisputed there, they know what they're doing. It all went well. It was all good. Pat McAfee did a great job too. Uh, yeah, it was just good, good all around. One thing that annoyed me about both War Games matches was everybody stopping at the stairs and looking under the ring and bringing something in. Yeah, carrying a, carrying a weapon in. Like, why wouldn't the first person just bring everything in? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, I put that there. You can't bring well, that in yet. my weapon. <laughs> I did like to... <laughs> I mean, uh, what's his name? Uh, when Adam Cole got the fire extinguisher because he was like one verse four... He went and got the fire extinguisher to get in. I mean, they were taking some hits in this match. Spears through tables, and I mean, my God, it's like are you trying to kill yourselves. A bunch of people got hurt though. Again, at a takeover. Yeah, they got banged up. Yeah, Bobby Fish, and then Candice LeRae hurt her arm. Cody Morgan got hurt. Yeah. Oh, really? I forget what happened. He was he was back last night though, running around beating people up, so he was fine. Um. Fish so, is hurt. So there's a spot where Pat McAfee does a moonsault off the top, and no one catches him. And now I saw—I I didn't get a chance to actually watch the spot. 
Is this as bad as what I heard? Like, it just, he just crashed to the floor? Like It did look bad. He kind of fell into the crowd and no one caught him. So, okay. like, he didn't see him just hit on his own. He just call, saw him kind of sink into the crowd of all the guys and then okay. hit face first off the, off the thing. It looked, it looked bad. It looked rough. Like, he, yeah. took well, a, he took took a nasty dive on that. Well, makes me wonder, how, you know, how on purpose was that? Like, oh, hey, <laughs> you're going to try to do this? Yeah. You know. yeah. These seven professionals you're jumping <laughs> into and nobody could catch you? Hmm. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, too, and I heard about it. But he was – he was uh, why I like Pat McAfee so much in this spot is he sells it. On his show the next, like, two nights, he's wearing a neck brace, talking about how, you know, talking shit on Adam Cole. Like, it's – he – I think he is got a spot in, like – like more, I think, you know, he's got a spot in professional wrestling. More than, like, Stephen Amell or any of these other guys we've seen in the past. I'll go yeah. a decade. You know, like – I think Pat McAfee's a guy that could, you know, have a spot for a while, you know, yeah. on a on a wrestling uh, show. So, yeah, I agree. None of the other ones have had the personality that he has. He's good. No. He's made Fox for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So then, leading into NXT, then um, you had Balor come out, make a few statements. I still don't think he's altogether cleared. But, like, I don't know. He's there. They're trying to pick who's going to be, who's going to fight him. You had people like um, Damian Priest come out and uh, um, Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly, guys like that. Um, so, you know, a lot of different people. They haven't announced anything what they're going to do for a number one contender. I was glad they didn't get, you know, well, save Scarlett came out, too. Yeah, because Karrion Cross is back. Yeah, he healed up fast. Yeah. I thought he was going to be out a year, is what a lot of people are saying. Now, when did he go out? Like, the summer? It's been a summer? while. Uh, I think it was of... only probably a month before Finn went out, because Finn's been yeah. gone for a while, too. Yeah, because Finn won the... Well, Finn won the belt, and then, like, three weeks later, defended it against O'Reilly. And they so both got hurt. And they both got hurt. So, yeah, it, was, it wasn't that long ago, but, I mean, he looks good. He was back. What event? He beat the shit out of Damian Priest, <laughs> and, and, and I love him. I, I mean, I think he's great. Cross. I like that Scarlet comes out like with that all, outfit. That outfit with all that ass and everything hanging out, and just walks around Finn Balor, knowing like, why are you dressed like this? <laughs> Who just walks around in this revealing outfit like this? She's calling it the Statue of Misery outfit. Oh. It was, yeah, it was crazy. Um, but yeah, the, all that stuff's good. I mean, Balor and Cross will be good if they do that, or if he drop, drops. He's going to get Damian Priest first. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's already feuding with Priest first, which is good. He's him. He's him back in. You know. I think you'll see Balor against Pete Dunne first. Yeah. Pete Dunne is good. Mm-hmm. He is good. Um. And then just a few other things, uh, you know, Gargano revealed his little stable and they had their stuff. Pete Dunne was uh, in a match at the end. He beat Killian Dane and then Raquel Gonzalez uh, destroyed Ember Moon. <laughs> Poor Ember Moon. Yeah. And Dallas is a bit is they're they're pushing her. So I'm she's going to have another feud with uh, Ripley probably and they're going to do some stuff there. Ripley and Tony Storm are going to have a feud. 
it looks like that's where they're going next, which yeah, they right. had that and they had that in the UK already. So mm-hmm. I think that would be good again. They'll do well with that. I mean, you can't say enough about the women's division in NXT. It's the best women division in wrestling. Mm-hmm. It main events, reviews, it main events, their TV show. I mean, when was the last time you saw any of these other shows close with a women's match? You know, right. it just doesn't happen. It's been a while right. for even Raw or SmackDown to have that happen. So Yeah, since Becky was there. Yeah. All right, so Ken, you want to bring us up to speed on we'll do AEW got to do Tuesday now since they had impact. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, I'll, I'll I'll hop into this. So impact with everything happened last week with AEW and Impact and Kenny Omega and Don Callis, uh, they did the big uh, reveal that they're going to do an interview on Impact, and I watched Impact. I'm going to try to watch Impact now that I know how to get it for free and I don't have to have, have access on um, Twitch. Ladies and gentlemen, on yeah. Twitch. Yes. So uh, we're going to so try to watch it. Uh, so they didn't have. So it was interesting. They started a lot of people on the show from WWE, people you would know. So what was the first? I don't have the match card in front of me, unfortunately. It was um, the, some the of that Canadian team or whatever. The. Uh, oh, it was the, the North. So it was. Uh, um shit i'm sorry i don't have anything with me because i'm coming from work so it was the north it's a bunch versus... of people i've never heard of it's it basically and it was the north first you know the motor city machine guns that's who they yeah. wrestled yes and then they it's weird there's no crowd there so the crowds it's, it's a little like old beginning of covid wwe AEW style so it's a little it takes you out of it. Something we talked about. There's yeah. um, that film in Nashville in some kind of uh, sound stage. So they uh, that's how they must not be allowed to have anyone. Yeah, they it's must. an empty arena. It definitely feels after watching like Thunderdome and and that and what AEW does. You watch this, it really like takes you back out of it a little bit. Like, oh, this is strange. There's just no one here. It's like that first SmackDown episode, kind of. Mm-hmm. But they had guys like uh, TJP was on there, Brian Myers. Uh, they showed Tommy Dreamer. They had they they highlighted their women's champion in a tag match. They really talked about what they were having storyline wise. We don't have to get into now, but the main thing was the Kenny Omega interview, and, and it was at the end, and it wasn't. It's tough. It wasn't great. It wasn't great for what all the hype was. And I think that's going to be the overarching theme of AEW and this whole storyline for this week. It just was a good promo, but not great for the hype that was created from the the, the week before for me. You know why it felt like it didn't feel like it was really on impact. It felt like obviously impact. This is what I don't understand. Impact was taped. Obviously they tape it in advance or whenever they do it. And they have a, like a month worth of shows and however they do it. This was just recorded in an RV, like outside of probably AEW's arena, the night after. Uh, and they, they invited probably whatever his name is from Impact down, and were like, "Come in here, we're going to record this." Like it would have felt more real if like they were in the Impact Zone and Kenny's in their ring. Like, yeah. and I don't know why you couldn't have planned this with Impact with they all the money to get out. But I mean, so make it live. Like I, I don't know, or like 
do record it that day and then put it out that night. Like you have the money and the resources to do something. Then, like do that. they though? Does Access TV have the ability well, to do live? Tony Khan came on and said he paid for all this. <laughs> Tony Khan has the money for. It. If your network isn't equipped to do live TV, there's not much you can do to do live TV. All right, well, then, then put it this way. I mean, you could have recorded it within that week time frame at some point. Yeah. The weekend. And, you know, Especially when I mean, the arena is empty. You could just go, the four of them could go with the cameraman. and No one in there. I'm sure they could have figured it out. I mean, it just it felt very, like, uh, you know, not in the play on words, impactful enough. It just was like, you could have aired this anywhere. I didn't feel like I was watching Impact. Well, when it, I it served its purpose, though. It got people to tune in. Yeah, and that's what they did. They got everybody to tune in that night for it. Do you I think, think Eddie's going to collect titles like the Great Muda did in the in the nineties? Well, he's supposed to be defending the AAA title this weekend. Okay. Down in Mexico, because he's the AAA Global Champion, whatever. So he already has two. I just wish that he would get the okay to wear, like. The other was at the same time. Yeah. Or or if Tripway says, "Hey, don't wear it next to that," because the Tripway belts aren't very great. They're not very. Yeah. You know, they don't. They don't. They're not great presentation. They're more historical. Like, look at this belt; it's been around forever. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if that's why they didn't want to hold up because AEW's championship belt is huge. Like, you hold up to any other belt, it's going to dwarf it in opposed yeah. to like just a handful. So I, I don't know. I would like to see him do the belt collector gimmick. I think this would have been more exciting in a time where we weren't COVID and there was independent shows or other stuff around yeah. that we could have. Where he could show up to other indie shows and take belts. Uh, I'd be fine with that. I, 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 I understand him coming out and being like, this AEW belt's the most prestigious belt in all of wrestling. It just feels like it's more AEW with the constant shots at the WWE. I don't know why they care. I don't know... Like you, you beat them every week with dynamite. Why are you so hung up on like taking shots at them? I, I don't. I wish they would get. I'll tell you why. Because it pops the smart marks. Yeah, and they that's get why so, they. They get so excited because he said Ambrose. You know, like that was tweeting. That was a high tweet. That was like a trending thing on Twitter. Was Kenny Omega said Ambrose. I'm like, well, I don't care that he said Ambrose. <laughs> this is such an exciting thing. Like, you know, we all know he's Dean Ambrose. That's no secret. That's not mm-hmm. like something like Kate Fave. Oh, don't say his real name. You know, so I don't know. They did that. It, 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 it worked. It worked for Dynamite. I'm not sure, like, if AEW needs that. But I don't know. What do you think about the uh, promo then that Tony Khan did? I like the commercial. I don't mind a little goofy Tony Khan. I mean, he's known by everyone to be a, a wrestling mark. So, yeah. you know, wrestling people don't have the best, you know, they're all not charismatic like the three of us. They're not all, you know, <laughs> you know. Um, right. So I, I enjoyed it. I, I And it's different as a wrestling owning, uh, you know, you see all these people like Don Callis or Vince McMahon that, pr- that play these like, executives and they're always put together in suits and everything else and like tony khan's a little goofy and kind of like yeah let's see how this goes like i was okay with it i know that it really bothered you don it didn't bother me it was just the fact of like i didn't know what sense it made like it it was mysterious like what's tony khan what's what's 
Omega doing with Don Callis and all this, and then like right before his announcement, Tony Khan's on like, yeah, I knew about it. I paid for it. I paid for him to be here. I don't care. It's all, yeah, I don't, I don't worry about it. I'm paying for commercials here. I'm making money. I may buy Impact. Like, mm-hmm. I was just like, yeah. Well, I, I think, I think this is just a sign of more things to come. I think they're already kind of working with New Japan with uh, Ambrose having a title there and everything. Right. I would be surprised if you start seeing like an actual like War of the Worlds type thing. They need to give us a little. And... They need to give us a little more. I thought maybe they were going to give us some of that on you. <laughs> I'm aware. I'm aware, Simon Miller. I I'm aware because that's a. What's I don't Simon watch that stupid show that you you hate but quote every week. Simon Miller said it's been one week. Give it more than one week. I did not even watch that show, so I'm in agreement with him. It's been one week, which I was fine with with the with the impact thing. Like, all right, that that's all they gave us. I'm like, we're gonna get more on Dynamite. They're gonna do more on Dynamite. We'll get to that. So we go into Dynamite. Which, by the way, had another huge week of weight ratings, 995,000, almost at a million marks. So it's it's working for them. They're they're doing great on Wednesday nights. Started off with the Young Bucks versus the Hybrid too. What did you guys think? Wasn't bad. Wasn't their best match, but it was an okay match. I don't like that they squashed the Hybrid or didn't squash them, but I don't like that they already lost. I was glad like, that they let Jack Evans actually like do some stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I, I don't know. Like, is Nick Jackson they, really hurt? Because they've really been. Um, they uh, keep they, saying he's hurt. They have like uh, something with his Achilles. Matt, hurt, Matt. Oh, confused. The older one, Matt. Hmm. Is that his name? I can't remember. <laughs> his name is Matt. Matt, they keep selling that injury that he keeps re-injuring every match. I wonder if that really does bother him. If he was just, it's just like a story at this point. Probably a little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah, I thought this was. I enjoy the Young Bucks on TV with the belt as the champions. You know, starting off the show or ending the show, I think it all works well for them. I like them starting the show out without, you know, because WWE it's so opposite. Like they, because WWE usually starts with a promo. Yeah. You know, someone's talking for the first 15 minutes, they go right into a match, which I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. What I did like is they didn't give the hybrid to their entrance. Which is I so missed cool. uh, the dance. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> and then next we had um, This Is Sting uh, came out to the, again, with the snow. I don't get why he's fucking... Uh, glacier now with the snow. What does Sting have to do with cold? It's all with the cold now. He came out to the ice, and Cody was in the ring, and Shivani and everybody. What happened was Sting binge-watched Game of Thrones during COVID. Yeah. yeah. And now he's going to be White Walker Sting, because he always yeah. has to rip something off. Yeah, he's so White Walker Sting now with all that. Very true. And then you had... um. I, I don't know. This again did nothing for me. They didn't say anything. They didn't do anything. He hugged Tony Schiavone and acted like a like a goober. <laughs> and then and then him and Cody or or what? Him and Cody are gonna have a match now or whatever. And I don't know. Well, no, None of this I thought was good. We clearly didn't pay attention because he's not gonna fight Cody right now. He's got something else to worry about or Darby. something. That's and he's gonna. I don't know if he's gonna fight Darby or mentor him. So yeah. See around, kid. 
I don't know. Sting's a little goofy to me. I like Sting, and I like I like more when he's quiet and dark and doesn't talk, and you don't know what he's doing. When he starts wooing and doing NWO points that he ripped off of Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, it's so annoying to me. I hate when he does that shit. When he comes out and he's doing Ric Flair's woos and everyone's points, it's just like, all right, Sting, just be quiet and do your Sting stuff that you do, you old ass. He needs to bring back Joker face thing. Yeah, that was the best thing ever. That was Cesar Romero's thing. <laughs> Whenever he's putting face paint on in the ring, it was great. Uh, so I don't know. What do you, I mean? I, again, I want to see Cody or him do something with Darby. I don't really want to see him in a match. I don't think he should wrestle. I, I just, I don't know. You're 61 I, years old. I mean. If Cody Rhodes can't beat a 61-year-old Sting, then you should retire. <laughs> I mean, you know, you really shouldn't be wrestling anybody if you can't beat 61-year-old Sting. You it's know. Sting. Yeah, it's, it's the icon. It's the it's icon. icon. They don't call him the vigilante here. <laughs> yeah. Well, now, what did you think of, um, speaking of bad promos, what did you think of the Shaq thing? Dumb. So much overacting. Fucking Brandy Rose. Brandy Rose is one of the worst actresses on TV. The way she's like, "You're, I'm offended by you," and then throws water at him. Like he was not being nice to you the entire time. Then he's he no, he got an underhanded comment in there at the end. Yeah. He said you could learn something from her or whatever. You know. So this he is we, yeah. So here's what I uh, this is what it's going to lead to. So whatever the pay per view coming up in what is it February March whatever yeah it's going to be a mixed tag match. So St- so Shaq doesn't have to wrestle the whole thing, and it's going to be um, yeah it's going to be the Rhodes versus Shaq and that that and that, that, girl, chick. that terrible yeah, chick. So she was in the back pull up with Nyla yeah. Rose again. Yeah. So, and you might get before that, you might get a Brandy Rhodes uh, Velvet. What is? I almost called her the Velveteen Dream. Red Whatever Velvet. That, red Velvet. Um, she makes cakes, Ken. Yeah. <laughs> she she do the mixing bowl. Yep. Uh, so uh, we'll get that tag match first, and then we'll get the Shaq Cody interview. Yeah. But basically, this is just to to, to get the ball rolling on the storyline until Cody's wrapped up with this storyline. Yeah. Now it's going to be Sting and Darby versus Team Taz, and Cody yeah. can go worry about Shaq. Yeah. And the thing is, it's so obvious. Like, <laughs> like okay, now Darby has a friend that wears face paint, too. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if you see Sting only paint half his face the opposite side of Darby. Oh, boy. And then he can't... Well, Sting without makeup is even more old-ass weird-looking. Then makeup makes them look young. When he takes yeah. that makeup off, he's really old-looking. Like, he... he, he he needs to dye that hair. Dye that nope. hair. That make it white. He makes him make it white. Stop with the goddamn snow all over the camera lens. Stop with the snow. He needs to dye his hair white like Glacier listen, did. Listen, that entrance is the best part about Sting right now. In so, all right. So then we had FDR. First, my new favorite tag team, the Varsity Blondes. <laughs> They're good. I like Pillman's son. I think I I liked him when we met him on on the wrestling thing. I think he's good. I like him. Griff Garrison's good. I like that it's just a young tag team. Like we can watch this tag team 
evolve and get better. There's a lot of young tag teams there right now. Their tag team division is good. I hate FTR, but I, li- I like the varsity blonde. I don't mind FTR. I like that they found Luchasaurus in an excavation dig somewhere, and uh, they resurrected Luchasaurus, and now they're going to feud with yeah, they're uh, gonna Jurassic Express. Jungle, Jurassic Express. Um, then you had Dustin Rhodes beat up 10. He kind of watched 10. This was the best segment of the night. Why? Because they, they were arresting me. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they're they doing a storyline based on something that was yeah. done 20 years ago in WCW. When they said, and you can be seven, I lost it. I love that. I we laughed out. Yeah. That was hilarious. Like and how, like, I, let's be honest, what else is Dustin going to do right now? How great would he he be to, like, do a bring back and he could be the seven of the Dark Order? He that should be great. Definitely turn on the road. Yeah. And well, where yeah. did he get? He get another nightmare family member. That other that young kid. That's yeah, where did that guy come from? <laughs> Lee Johnson. Yeah. They announced he. They announced that he was part of the nightmare family like last month. How do you become a part of the nightmare family? You just hang out with them. Yeah, you just the, the gun club is now part of the nightmare family. Oh, they, they announced that like. And the gun club with like ten of Billy Gunn's kids. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Gunn's kids look like they could all stack up in a trench coat and then barely be as tall as Billy Gunn. <laughs> I tell you what, though, the Gun Club ringside is the best thing about the ringside people. They make Austin Gun makes all kind of noise, and, and, and like I mean, they're the best fans to fill that to fill that place up. The Dark Order, I just don't know what they're doing. And then they have that Hangman story where they're going to tag with Hangman, and I, I don't know John Silver with flexing his arms constantly. They're I just like- a side show comedy show. You know what I mean, like. Well, you know what? I'd, I'd, I'd rather have them be one or the other because I hate Brody Lee with them now. Like, with them not Brody Lee being there, I'd like these guys with like this. Yeah. Brody Lee throwing around and yelling at them, I don't like. Like, yeah. I like when Cole Cabana comes out and everyone does the, the Dark Order thing and he just waves. And he's like, yeah. hey, because he won't do the, he's not part of it. Yeah. He's not brainwashed. Like, that's yeah. what I like. I don't know. I don't know. I, they're going to do a, they're doing something with Hangman and something with Dustin, it seems. So they got both of them. going to join. Yeah. Or, you know, you, he, what you could do is if Dustin becomes seven, you need someone to fight Brody Lee for the control of yeah. the Dark Order. Should don't just make go back it, to Uno. It should go back to Uno. Yeah. Uno cut the best promo out of everyone there, including Brody Lee sometimes. Yeah, because Uno's the only one invested. Bring back the human chair. I want that too. <laughs> they have more than enough guys now. Yeah, yeah but they should all be doing the human chair. So next we had the Inner Circles Ultimatum, and I thought this sucked. Yeah, this is another pointless that. that pointless segment. Pointless. Uh, oh, we're gonna break up. Oh, hey, we're all okay. We're gonna trust each other and more it comedy. Just, more time every week than anybody else. So much time. I heard a lot of stories about about Jericho with like his stuff that he has to do. Like one day he was real pissed off backstage because they didn't let the the crowd sing a second chorus to his song, and they have to sing so much of it, or he gets like really bothered by it. They have to make sure the crowd sings along, and he has to get so many minutes every week to do to do his stuff. It's just boring to me. I, I, I don't know. It's boring. MJF is boring in that. It's just the same shit every week. All right, we like each other again. We're going to be okay. 
we might break up, or we're going to be okay. I think it stinks. It's it's bad whenever they like. You would almost compare all the stables to like New Japan, where they have like these four main stables, but all the ones in AEW are not effective. Like, yeah. There's no stable that are like, oh, this is the dominant stable. They're yeah. all goofy. They're all, yeah. yeah. The inner circle is like they won. A, so far, they've only won a diamond ring. Like. Yeah, I mean, if you're this powerful and this big, and Kenny Omega's taking your belt to another company, why wouldn't you yeah. show up in his storyline and beat the shit out of him, and yeah. be like? Well, you're not doing that in another story. We don't want impact here and beat the shit out of Don Callis and like be like, we're the inner circle. We run AEW. They don't care at all about the title. Anything. They're just, yeah, we, we, we don't like Orange Cassidy or whatever they were doing. This Everybody's feuding with Orange Cassidy. Uh, like, and the inner circle don't like him. And then like Miro doesn't like him. It's just Orange Cassidy hates everybody. I, the only or thing I enjoyed, got a positive out of that inner circle segment is the. Wardlow, Jake Hager stuff. I, I, mm-hmm. I chuckled whenever they were yelling about him. He stared at me, that kind of stuff. But really, you could Sammy, Sammy Guevara could be the one that could turn be the best out of everyone that comes out of this. Yeah. If he gives up and then has to fight them all and is the good guy, which I always thought should have been Jericho and MJL, yeah. like the inner circles MJFs. But if it's Sammy versus all of them, uh, more power to him. That's what I think. Actually, should happen. Think about it. Um, I know Hager has like the MMA stuff that he does, but last year when Hager debuted in AEW, it was like a huge deal because like he was the only WWE guy there besides like Mox and Jericho who were the already announced. Like, look at this and you know all this stuff that man Hager's gonna like go far in this company. This is like he's gonna get a chance. Well, he's he he doesn't even have matches on 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 AEW. He's just lacking now. Like with Miro there and all these other guys there, Sting there now. All these people you can imagine. No one gives a shit about Jake Hager anymore. I'll be honest. That's probably best for him. He needs this like mid card to like get back to what he needs to do because he. I don't think that he can hold the spotlight on his own right now. I think yeah. he needs to be put into it, especially right now. The storyline of just being Jericho's bodyguard, like there's, how can you be the main event being someone else's lackey? Like, you know what I mean? Like he needs this mid card to either separate or just be a tag team with Jericho for a while. Like, yeah, that's not bad. Um, so then next we had the Lucha Bros and Lance Archer first, uh, Eddie Kingston, Butcher and the Blade. Um, I think Penta got really injured at the beginning of this match. Was it yeah. legit or was it? I think it's I, legit. Uh, okay. I couldn't tell. From what I understand from people talking about it, it's legit. Those guys are so crazy. And they, they just, it, and it always ends up biting them in the ass and they get hurt. Charts are a good guy now. I think he, he just hates Eddie been. Kingston. Yeah, he's – Archer's another one that's odd. Like, I don't know if he's good, if I'm supposed to like him or not supposed to like him. But, you know, he's not bad, but – No, he's not he's a good guy. staring like, stares real angrily the whole match. I can't tell <laughs> if he's happy with him or not. It's it's an odd feeling to it. But, you know, the Butcher and the Blade get another win, which is good for them. Yeah, I'm happy to yeah, see them. Finally getting some wins or not being like a – a carpet anymore that just gets walked all over. Yeah. Yep. So you had that. Next we had Tesha Price versus Abaddon, and Abaddon grosses me the fuck out. I don't even <laughs> like. It. 
on TV or anywhere near my TV, spitting up and vomiting the blood, and there's a puddle of blood on the ground. It's fucking gross. It's not like fiend scary like oh the fiend is so scary and cool it's gross and weird i, I don't like abaddon at all nothing about that and <laughs> she's gonna win the title anymore I, I i i i want nothing to do with her she is disgusting i don't think she's well, that good a wrestler i don't see what it's just it's so over the top gross and weird that people are like oh it's new it's something fresh i like it and i'm like it's fucking weird it's gross <laughs> what do you two think about it? Do you like Abaddon? I think it's too much as well. But it is different. I'll give them that. Different, all right. I liked, I... Impact. I liked Rosemary. I liked her gimmick. I thought that was better. Like her entrance when she came out scary and weird, like evil, but it was still cool. Like it had a cool effect to it, you know? And uh, she wasn't like gross. She was creepy and scary looking, but I was like impressed. That's what Rosemary has entrance. I thought it was actually one of the better parts of Impact, to be honest with you. She doesn't seem um, too bad. I don't mind Abaddon. I don't. I'll be honest. This match, I didn't pay much attention to yeah, it uh, because that's, that's how much that's how much AEW women stuff ranks and level of attention. An NXT main event's the show, and here it's like I don't even know what it was. It's the yeah. one down Miller gives each week is the women's. <laughs> And it's just like I, I was. I'm like I'm watching it for the storyline. I'm like I didn't know who the girl that Abaddon was wrestling. I, and but I, here's my thought about Abaddon. I don't like to look at her, so she must be doing something right in her gimmick that makes me not like her. Want to like I'm just like ugh. I don't want to look at yeah. this. I, her contact lenses bother me. The whole face thing, like the blood, like, I just the ground bothers me. Like that, it's just there the whole match, and people are walking around it. Just like clean that up. It's not that really blood think... on. I know. <laughs> I, I'm but aware. Makes, I understand that. But that makes me think that she's doing her job. She's yeah. inducing a reaction out of you. Mm-hmm. So kudos to her. The fast forward though, Ken, and get past. <laughs> That's my reaction. And your reaction to it was to not pay any fucking attention to it and like play on your phone while it was on her video games. So, well, yeah, but it's whatever she did. It, well, you know what? If she would have wrestled someone other than some like jobber, I would have probably, you know, if it wasn't enhancement talent, I would have paid attention. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Don't, don't humor me. This. <laughs> Kenny Omega arrives in style in a helicopter that clearly <laughs> Don Callis wasn't even in because it's a two-seater helicopter. So I don't know where he came from. He just like walked from behind teleported. it. Teleported there. And, you know, I was looking forward to this all night because I was like, yeah, let's go. Let's see what they're going to say. I thought maybe we were going to get like some of the AEW talent was going to come out and like address him or even Moxley or something. And they just did the same promo that they did the week before <laughs> or the night before. And it, it was pointless. I mean, it was absolutely pointless. I, I, I don't know, but you know, give it another week. They say, so it was. Well, so I was disappointed with the segment because I wanted it to be more, and I, it, it, to me, after watching this, I realized it's going to be a real slow burn. So if we want instant gratification, we're not going to get it for a while. This is going to be. It's a slow burn, or they really just don't know what they're doing with it yet. Well, what, it could be the same, can it? Can it be like you know? 
like if they're not going to pay it off right away because they're trying to figure it out, like then that's going to be slow. It's going to take a while to build. So, but here's my thing about it in the hype that's been getting, it did not live up to what it was, what should have happened, but was it a good promo? I think it was. I think it really made Kenny Omega a dick. And yeah, Kenny Mez and Callis is good. He's, I mean, they're all good. It's not like Kenny, it's not Kenny's fault. I mean, Kenny is out there and, and is allowed to say what he's going to say. He, he did right on a delivery. You know, Kenny's good. Yeah. It's not, it just was, it felt very weak on AEW's part, not Kenny's part. So, or Don Callis's part. I got real Paul Heyman, CM Punk vibes from the two of them, too. Yeah. Like, when, whenever, like, Punk and, 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 uh, and Paul Heyman would come out and, like, do their stuff I'm like oh this is like this is what this feels like this is them talking about being the best in the world all that kind of stuff so i you know, uh i see this all the time and i sound like a broken fucking record but if this segment and the way they handle this would have been done by the wwe people on twitter and all over would have been going crazy way to let us all down that fucking sucked oh my god well, how terrible it would have gotten 15 down, brown down by by miller and all the other clowns on that channel that it sucks and it's bad and they and they dropped the ball such a letdown with here because again AEW is like untouchable everything is good it gets well give it time it's you know it's they're developing it you know we're gonna give it time he didn't even give this an up or a down he just said we gotta let it develop we gotta let it play i'm like you're such a fucking idiot it's unbelievable i just watch it now to get angry i need to stop watching it but it's just i turn it on i'm gonna get angry here and by the end of it i'm fuming it's just so annoying to me that we we should add a tab for uh ups and downs on our notes every week Can this is to me. I've watched. Yes, I watch it because for shows I can't actually watch the show. I watch the ups and downs for. Instead of watching three hours of Raw, I watch twenty minutes of Simon Miller explaining it to me. So I also don't yell about all his nonsense that he talks about too. Well, you know me, I'm angry. (laughs) Yeah, and MJF versus Orange Cassidy. What did you think for the Diamond Dozen Ring or whatever it is? Dynamite Diamond Ring. Dynamite Diamond Dozen. Diamond Dozen is <laughs> his videotape is the Diamond Dozen. I thought it was a good match. I thought it was. You when know, did it I turn into a lumberjack match, though? Uh, <laughs> during one commercial break. Yeah. yeah. Sent people out there to help him out. Um, I I don't have a problem with anything. I actually don't even have a problem with the Miro finish. I don't know what the ring would have done to for uh, for Orange Cassidy. To be honest, like, can you? It was so like, yeah. Everything. The match was good. The storyline made sense, and the ending was it set up more stuff. I was fine with it. I mean, there's really nobody else that a diamond ring fits with. Yeah, Cody maybe could have the diamond ring. You know what I mean? But like, he replaced the uh, Ring of Honor title with that. Yeah, yeah. For a while. It doesn't really fit for the people they had in there. Why would Orange Cassidy want to carry around this ring? You know what I mean? Like yeah. he in his pocket and pull it out of his pocket or whatever. You know. But yeah, it 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 works with MJF. It's it's a tool that he's used throughout the year to win matches. So yeah, I was yeah. fine with him retaining it. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot I, of schmoz you know, in that match at the end. A lot of schmoz going on. A lot of 
interruptions yeah. and distractions and baseball bats and fake finishes and which none of them took me out of the match. I enjoyed all of it. I enjoyed the whole like watching it. I, it was you know I paid attention. It was you know was vested in it. I was like I actually got sucked in a couple times for false finishes. Someone sucked. So, what you say? Sucked what? I got sucked into some false finish, finishes. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so I liked it. All right. But otherwise, it was disappointing with the sting and the uh, the lack of information from Kenny yeah. Omega. Most of their big announcements of the night were very lackluster. The rest of this stuff helped save the show. Especially Abaddon. Oh, yeah, yeah, Abaddon was great. I love it. Just start sending pictures of Abaddon to Dawn. Yeah, already downloaded them all. <laughs> A lot of backstage stuff, too, last night on that show, too. A lot of backstage stuff. Yeah, they don't do a whole lot of that typically. Yeah, there was a lot of, like just a lot of like interviews and and people yeah. getting attacked and different things like that. You know, Tony Schiavone was everywhere. Yeah. Was. See, in my head, I, I think I some uh, I have this thing where you guys do it too. I overbook shows before they start. We've done this with WWE shows where we're like they're going to be announcing it's going to be this and the Rock's going to return. You know, we get like all excited. <laughs> so for the, Kenny stuff in my head, I thought like this is going to be cool later on. Like, oh, I was like itching to get to it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I watched the other matches because I want to talk about them, but I was itching to get to it because I was like, I want Mox to show up, attack him, and then like the Good Brothers show up from Impact and beat the shit out of Moxley and like join Kenny in the ring. And then the Bucks come out and they beat up the Bucks and like, it's like who's going to be on whose side? And and it was nothing. So that's why I was mega disappointed by like, this is it. Uh, all right. Well, okay. You I mean, know. who knows what they had planned and what might have got the kibosh due to the travel restrictions or something. Right. Yeah, there's always that, too. I mean, it's tough to say. I yeah. think we're eventually going to get to that. I do, too. I, I'm not giving up on the angle. I still like the angle. I mean, I can be disappointed in the delivery from last night, but I still like the angle. I still like Don Callis a lot. With Kenny, I like that there's history between them. They have a backstory. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I like Kenny referencing comic books for belts that he was gonna go after and different things like that. You know, I mean, yeah, bad guy Kenny is what I've been asking for the entire year. <laughs> and, you know, I want him to be champion for a whole year and just be a complete dick beating everybody. You know, I think that would be great. And then I, I want enjoy- Hank to finally beat him. That's the long booking that I that, that I want. I think that's what we're gonna get. Because yeah. I love Hangman Page. He's my favorite wrestler on AEW. I think everything he does is 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 classic, and I think he's fantastic. I think he's going to be the face of that show at one point. I really enjoyed Kenny coming out from the heel tunnel, too. Like, the, like to, to show that he's fully a bad guy thing. He comes out the left side. <laughs> yeah. And there were six sweeper girls this time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really sweeper <laughs> girls are all right. <laughs> I'm all right. Sleeper girls. A lot of people online weren't, but I was all right with them. So there you go. That's wrestling for the week for you. A lot of wrestling on TV. Christ, a lot of wrestling. Now we have to start watching Impact every week. Impact. I'll fast forward through most of that shit. I do want to follow up and see who gets murdered, though. or Because that was my favorite part of Impact, was that a guy is a suspect in an attempted murder trial, but he's able to get out of the murder trial if he wrestles Tommy Dreamer. I mean, you can't fucking make that shit up. I have never seen that before 
Does he have to beat Tommy Dreamer or just fight him? He has to beat Tommy Dreamer, and then the murder charges will be dropped. <laughs> well, Tommy did Dreamer's like a detective. He's like Sherlock Holmes. They right, have wait, what if he... Mr. Dominic on a, on a pool once. Don't forget. Yeah. What? The custody papers for Dominic on a pool once. Yeah. Yeah. They also what? did have Drew McIntyre as a forensic detective. Good. Are you gonna say Justin what? What what if he kills the guy he's fighting to get out of the murder trial? Does he get put him back into another murder trial? No. No, it's double the, indemnity. The police aren't involved. They're they're not involved in this attempted murder. A guy literally got shot in the ring on national TV while he was getting married, and then they're you know, no police were involved. They just Tommy Dreamer's working on the case because he's like Sherlock Holmes, apparently. Oh, they're they're <laughs> handling it within the company. Yeah. Well, I mean, this goes back to when Mickey James just got killed by a train on impact too. DNA, man. <laughs> They've had some storylines, haven't they? It's good stuff. Well, for me, the best part of watching Impact that night was when they were showing all the classic matches. Which was smart. They showed, like... Yeah, I love that. That was only on Twitch, apparently. Okay. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they probably have regular commercials on... Yeah. You know, on Access, they probably show you normal commercials. Well, I, I heard that they got way more viewers on Twitch than they did on Access TV, because nobody gets that channel. They got, like, yeah. 50,000... Views on it or something like that. Yeah, something to that effect. It was it was their highest that they've ever had on Twitch. Yeah, I'm just gonna say this: Twitch isn't the most user friendly. No, Ken got locked out of it and couldn't didn't know how to get back in. Yeah, I tried to like go in and watch the show, and then something happened that kicked me out. I went back to find the show to watch where I was left off, and it wouldn't. The show wasn't anywhere on Impact's archive. I was like, this wouldn't have, it wasn't there anywhere. So I had to go to their YouTube page and watch the rest of it. So they put it they put it on the next day, right? Their YouTube, they did it that night after it, it aired. They did a, the premiere so you could watch it like okay. you know, in its entirety. They kinda uploaded it. Um and then uh so that's I good for them. I mean, they got to get it accessible to people because nobody gets that channel. No. Comcast doesn't carry it. I don't think Time Warner carries it. Like, what other big cable companies are out so, there? So, Access TV, they did the impact on Access TV did fifty two thousand views. Um, their Twitch stream of it usually does two thousand to five thousand views, but it did fifty five thousand extra views that night. Wow. So. Altogether, they were, you know, 50,000 on impact. They doubled their audience. Yeah, they doubled their audience that night. I'll be interested to see how much that actually happens next week. I think it'll 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 slowly gain steam as people like, like, I didn't know you could watch it on Twitch until the next day. Yeah. There are a lot of people will probably try and find it now and then word will get out. Mm-hmm. Yes. And their paper, they have a pay-per-view this weekend, so... You know, they're going to have a bunch of stuff. I hope Kenny fights their champion. I hope Which this leads fun. into... Yeah. Honestly, I'd like to see a mega paper... Before they fight each other and all these, like, these war, these wrestling companies, I think they should get together and have a truly big wrestling card where you have, like... The Against the world. Yeah, that'd be... <laughs> That'd be tough because uh, what do you watch? Like, why would you divide your fan base? Do it the same weekend, maybe do it on Saturday. Yeah. 
<coughs> who is um the Impact Champion? Rich, Rich Swan. <laughs> Rich Swan versus Kenny Omega. That'd be a good match. Kenny Omega should kill that idiot Rich Swan. I've never liked Rich Swan. He's never done it for me uh, ever. I I mean I I, I never liked him in and anything he did in the WWE, he just bores me uh, as far as a wrestler goes. As do most of the people on Impact. I mean, I like the Good Brothers. You know, there's some wrestlers that I like on there, but the rest of them, they got some real goofy people on that show. And they have the Rick Lincolnheimer twins. The, yeah. The Deemer, the Deemers. <laughs> the Ty of Valkyrie's on that show. Yeah. Where's EC3? Is he not on that show? He's on ROH. Oh, okay. He's fighting, he's fighting, I think, one of the Briscoes on ROH. Okay. Their final battle. Because apparently they got storylines going right now. That shows how much I... How? What are they on? I think they're still... Aren't they still showing television on Sinclair? I, I they doing like empty arena stuff somewhere. I, well, they have to. They're yeah. doing full arena matches. <laughs> <sighs> it's funny. All right, well there you go. That's our show. All right, everyone. Please like, Thank share, you. subscribe, invite. Tell you. I'm trying to <laughs> interrupt me. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. Later. <laughs> <laughs>